scroll on, scroll on past. There are many other places well, to she, read. Uh, someone makes a comment like that. She kind of thinks that she can, like, destroy you. I don't think she has intentions of destroying us. the podcast comment? No. I'm talking about the comment. Well, I mean, we were talking about that first. Talking about yes. the retail rescue comment? Right? The, that, that, was the, that was the podcast comment, the calling us a retail rescue. Oh, it was and a podcast comment? Yeah, it was a on, the on the podcast. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. S- saying, don't you find it mm-hmm. peculiar that they, peculiar. That, they fo- that they focus on these two breeds? <laughs> and, and you know what I want to say to that? Most if, rescues focus if on you a wanna, If you want to focus you know, on three-legged dogs. Mathis, it's really curious. She only does English bulldogs. that she focuses on that breed. Mm. That nationwide dog to Bordeaux rescue, why do they only focus on that Why does she breed? focus on what the hardest, most say. difficult medical dogs, 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 dogs ever? Dogs. Something in there. Not right. Something in there. had a couple of friends apply for dogs from us, and we were suspicious. they were suspiciously turned down. Oh, which is probably could be a lie, even because there's lots of people that get turned down. Yeah, people get mad. <laughs> We've covered well, I mean, that a hundred times. You apply for one dog, one particular dog you're interested in. It's always strange to me how I watch it, but like the the puppies that just came in, one of those puppies got like six. One one of the puppies. So sometimes one photo, for whatever reason, will just grab. Mm-hmm you know, people's attention mm-hmm. and that one puppy. Well, you're probably... They all look the same. <laughs> right. But you're going to, you know what I mean? We That puppy can't go to six different homes. Yeah. So did her friend get turned down or suspicious. did her friend get not chosen? It is suspicious. It is suspicious. Yeah. I just think that we live, Why can't you I think cut we the puppy live in a time where conspiracy pieces. is They were really big, good homes. And so they They're look really at conspiracy home. with everything. Yeah. With everything. Sure. Everything's but a conspiracy. Everything's suspect. I, I just take offense personally. And I guess you could use the word professionally because this is a profession. It's you know, this isn't. I'm, I'm not out here. It's not a hobby for this me. This is an unpaid profession. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's a business. This, so is a, this is a corporation that we run. It's right. very much a business. It's a business. And so I take I take offense, personal offense, to someone saying that by us telling the truth, the story of a dog. That that's filled with drama and to incite. No, we're actually just telling our truth. Yeah. This is the story. This is what's happened. Do you and want y- me to deliver statistics on pit mixes in the state well, of Texas? I mean, I would love. You know what? And guess what? How many applications do you think we have for the pit mix that's so easily placed? Yeah. Zero. Not six. How many? Not six. How, how many email puppies? inquiries? <laughs> French many, bulldog puppies. Zero in pit mixes. In, What's the? What do you got? Zero. zero. So it's not. And you know what? Yes. You only adopt you those could, out because they're easy to place. You could go out onto these other platforms. Call. I mean, Pet use, Finder. Pet Finder. We did those things in the beginning, and this is what I found. We would get an application of where, okay, me and my college buddies, we're all in an apartment. There's six of us in the apartment, so there's always someone here. <laughs> and we want a Frenchie puppy. There's six of us in the apartment. There's always someone here. I'll tell here. you the drawback <laughs> for me of using those big platforms. And if they I don't was, know who we are. As they don't know who we are. <clears throat> and that, it, it, that sounds like <clears throat> egotistical or something, but it's not. It's the amount. It's the amount of work that we go to to bring these dogs from zero to adoption is a lot. Well, we it's because the t- people on those services they're going in cold. They don't know anything about that's the dog. what I mean. Lots of times the doctors follow. They follow. They follow yeah. that dog's every single post. And they like are impulse buying. They're in, that one. They are want it right now. Impulse adopters, and they expect an adoption fee to be fifty bucks. 
Yeah. So they come in and they look and you have this dog and it's outrageous. You have a yeah. And charge. you don't know anything about mill dogs or where this dog's... Well, yeah. there's, there's no, dog, so there's no investment. The dog is a dog. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to hand you a behavioral nightmare where you're just going to call me back in three months and throw your hands out. That's, that's, and I start all that, over again. That's why I veer away from the platforms. Right. Because but, and we're also not... I say this over <laughs> and over again when we're... When I'm talking to somebody is we're not actually looking for just any, any home. home this is not where we're going to go set up down at the walmart parking lot and then come by and if you see one you like pick them up out of the pen off the x pen and take them on home i no. don't know how to emphasize that enough I, i'm sorry and i you know, really and it, don't we are looking for the very best home for each dog and we take our time to find that home and and i won't settle for anything less no, I'm, I don't want to settle. The amount so of effort that has been put into them, I'm not going to just hand them like, off. It's the comment that we'll, you'll see on the page that says, I'll take that dog. Yeah. yeah. And I you don't know what? People get excited about that and go, mm -hmm. oh, look, so somebody so will take, take it. that dog. Well, you don't know that person. You don't know anything about that. Person. Yeah, I'll take them. Yeah. No one is. No one's yeah, and, and, and how much effort did this person put forward to us? There's our effort of whatever the dog was, and then your effort is throwing a sentence fragment on my Facebook page. Well, 95% of the time, those people never even apply. I'm supposed to like no, chase you down now? They you know? say there's an application, but there's really no there's application. Not. And that's the other thing that you just said, that word. I'm going to supposed to chase you down. No. And I've said this time and time again. If I call you, if I email you, and you do not respond to me or return my call or... Answer the phone uh, when, you're, when, when you're scheduled. With the I schedule. will not chase you. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'm done. I don't chase adopters. Yeah. And it's not because I don't care. It just means that you've shown me that that's not this important is not a priority. to you. You already screwed up. And so I need to move on. It's and that's that I, fine I if you've same, changed your mind. I have the mind. same principle when we're looking for somebody, to an employee. Yep. They apply. <clears> I reach <throat> out. You, you don't, don't respond. hear anything about. I don't chase. I don't yeah. chase. I don't we schedule yeah. an interview. Because you don't show a, up for it. You don't get contacted by us. A right. forced relationship in life, no matter what it is, never ends well. It's like, like a fart. Absolutely. It's like a Absolutely. fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and sometimes if you okay, don't. Okay, <laughs> That needs to be like on a t-shirt, Confucius That's say? what Confucius yeah. say, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I'm so scared from that. We can't even go into it. I can't trust it. If I get in the car, I'm oh, afraid. We're yeah, on. we're not going on that. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have like a record of like how many in a row we've had it with Laura's if, poop? If, if today counts, I, I believe it's if, today, if well, today counts, it's move six. On. I was at I was <laughs> because at I keep track because I run the show. It's I was six. out of town, so I know y'all skipped one. <laughs> that doesn't count. You weren't on it. Anyway, we had Ricky. I don't think we talked about that. Mm -hmm. We talked about his dad hoarding. That's what we talked about. If, if I have to, if if I have one more person comment about something like that, I just want to say, I wish you could just sit in our shoes for just a moment when you're not paid at all and you're doing this out of the goodness of your heart because you you love these dogs and you love bringing people together and we just want to make a difference and then you have someone say by you telling the story that, that you're passive aggressive or that you're there's no need for these drama-filled posts. Well, I'm so sorry that this dog's story feels like drama to you. You know what? That dog probably feels really sorry that they had to live this as well. Yeah. Anyway, I'm still pissed about that one. 
Well, and, the, and, and, and hey, how dare anyone call my mother passive aggressive? She's not passive aggressive. She's, she's aggressive. aggressive. I don't understand the passive part of aggressive <laughs> yeah. now. Don't ever call me that. She said that for years. Why, I'm not passive aggressive. I'm why just be aggressive. passive when you can just be aggressive? <laughs> if I want, Cut out you, the middleman. If you, if you come at me in some kind of a way, I'm not going to ever come back passively. I screenshotted that comment and put it in Where's the chat, she? and like four minutes later, she's like, this is what I did. Where's, <laughs> now, you know what? Where's that, that photo of her with the machete, the big knife? <laughs> you don't know where that murder knife is. I don't know where that damn knife is. They where took is it that? from you. The, the big wooden knife? No, she had a giant. No, she had a big machete. Like a big machete that you could hack like. That was like a chainsaw. Oh, yeah, like, like, like a. Like a <laughs> that's a machete. That, that, was, that was when we used to chop chicken by hand. No, it, well, I got it for like vines to like. Yeah, like, it was <laughs> oh, a real machete. It was, it, was yeah. a, it was a saw machete. It was a saw blade machete. Well, there's a saw blade on the back of it. It's it's in the barn. That's my machete. Oh. Oh, right. he's that is my, my machete. If you have it, you're just gonna cut people or herself. Or you, no, she just. Anyway, I rarely, rarely, on our page, go back to somebody who's made a negative comment. She was mad though because she didn't ask nobody's permission. I didn't ask. There was no discussion. Yeah. There was then, no consensus. She, but then she put A R E instead of O U R. I corrected it. Oh, you did. Okay. I corrected All right. It. Because I'm, 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 I'm mad. That's when I'm typing that. I'm mad. I'm mad. Lots of times we have to edit her comments. It's fine. Or, or her posts or whatever. I toned myself way down. That's the thing is if I can't I say, I'm my, like Jessica, if I can't say what I want to yeah. say, then I'm not going to say anything. I toned yeah. myself way down, but it's still 10 steps too far. Honestly, <laughs> I thought your retort to that was very pleasant. Thank you. In a curt and F you kind well, she's of She's always way. curt. <laughs> always. You know what? Her res her comment was very negative. Well, and honestly, and she too, kept doing it. You know, when it comes to like text and, and, and any kind of text like that, a lot of people can project tone onto that, even though, you know, so. So she anyway, so I'm saying yours was a good baseline. I, I, I it was about fine. It, thought about it. Took a deep breath. Like two she seconds. Like yeah. she, she, spent, she spent 90 seconds. She had to go out and throw like 30 bags of mulch around because she's all pissed off. I did throw mulch today. <laughs> I have to say, I just have to say, because, you know, I've been disabled for like a long time. Like disabled. Like I know. I and now you're out trying to I kill you yourself differently before you go on and your it trip. It made me very angry. I, I know. Oh, because, Lord. you know, I'm a doer. I'm a hauler. I'm a doer. I'm a, you know, I'm a doer. You're an old lady who has a vasovagal. And if you pick up too much, <laughs> what? you're, you're going to wind up in the ambulance without a broad shoes on. Hello. Did you see how many comments were on that podcast post about how they should wrap you in bubble wrap? That's <laughs> right. That's right. Laura should just live in a big plastic bubble and roll I, I around do, everywhere. I have to say thank you, though, because like several people emailed about they're sending in their auction <laughs> items and they're like, oh, I hope you're feeling better. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Yes. Cement's not forgiving. You know, it's not really. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, people were very nice. To, it was a lady's like, comment that said she trips over air. So. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't know, but did I do, too? Yes. <laughs> You always blame it on something like else. you, like or Danny. <laughs> yeah, blaming it on Danny was terrible. Yeah. She <laughs> blames falling in, in New Orleans on me because I'm walking. That's behind right. There she is, blames it on me. We're establishing you're, you're a in pattern. proximity. You're the next best. Anyway, thing. so today, so this morning, I get this wild hair. Oh. No, you should. You, what you should say is it's today's wild hair. Yeah, because there's right. one every day. It yeah, is. there really is. There exactly. Is, and you know what? So today's been, wild hair was. I've been stuffing down wild hairs while I've been recovering <laughs> for a long time. 
long old time. Travis's eyes roll back in his head. <laughs> so, you know, I got my front planter that I, you know, it needs mulch. And it's pretty big, you know. It needs mulch. Which means you have to get, like, many bags of mulch. Needs mulch. Needs. No, no, no. Yeah. It's urgent. Urgent. I would normally just, Today. like, hire Eric to do it. But, you know, what? I don't want to. I don't want. I, I can do this <laughs> job She's myself. She's saying so many things about herself. I can. Oh, she There's no mysteries being revealed here. Like, so <laughs> I went on to, like, Lowe's.com because the girls at the, at the ranch taught me this, and I did not know this. Because she hates to go to, into a store. Hates I'm not going to go into the store and try to load that on a cart. I'm going to have talked to those girls about not teaching you anything else. So this is dangerous. So they that there's like pickup at Lowe's. Like you can do at Walmart for your groceries, which I had to do for like the first many months when I got out of a wheelchair. You well, you can at Walmart deliver straight to your well, house. Well, you could do that at Lowe's. You didn't know that? I did not know that. Yeah. All right. So I thought, wow. Oh, Lord, what's she going to buy now? I did that with these planks for this podcast tape. I ordered them at HomeDepot.com and I pulled my van up and I said, I'm here. And they put them all in the van. <laughs> I never even got out of the truck. So I... No, I didn't either. I ordered but how did she get the keys to your truck? She Travis keeps, keeps the key to his truck. I walked down to his house and stole it. do that with all our cars here. Yeah. I get mad if the key's not in the vehicle. Yeah. yeah. I got mad when the key wasn't in the short bus. It was the first time I ever drove the short bus. I was taking trash out. I had a whole bunch. What, what? Why isn't the key in it? That's well, how we I do get here. I'm a little more worried up about up front. Because it's up there at the... Up there at the, the bus has the key in it? I know. I do get, I get worried about it, though. But anyway, mm-hmm. so my mulch. So I go on to Lowe's, pick out my mulch. At first, I had to, like, assess the space. Like, one bag there, one bag there, one bag there, one bag there. Count my bags in my head, how many bags I needed. Could have had Doug measure it. 25 bags. I ordered it on Lowe's. I texted Trav, and I said, <laughs> Trav, can you, like, go to Lowe's and pick that up and bring it to me and I never hear from him because he's like the response was yeah, yeah. He's, he's lazy well, even, if he's, even if he's awake Trav only re- replies to that one out of three texts yeah. from anyone <laughs> and, and, then, then, and everyone then, I know has had the same she, experience and Jessica pipes in and says well he's coming to my house like today to like clean up that tree that fell down in yeah, your pool yeah pictures will be inserted I said I had a whole tree fall into my pool Pshaw. I said I'm going to go down there steal his truck go get it myself I'm going to steal myself and I don't care. Steal my truck. There's two trucks. So, what's so I for? did. So I pulled up there at Lowe's, and they had it on a whole pallet. Like, it was a lot. She goes, I'm going to get a forklift. I go, no, you're not. I go, I don't, I don't want, want a I pallet. Don't, <laughs> I don't want a pallet. She hates That's the only reason why. I said, she don't want a pallet. <laughs> and I said, and I want you to load this as close to the tailgate as you can get, because I'm not climbing into the back of that truck to <laughs> get these so she's like, all right. It's just like a you. little girl. Let's just to go in and go, there's an old lady. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's me. Oh, my gosh. You were like the old lady yeah. at the checkout. <laughs> no, so, she, she went inside like, Karen's here for her mulch. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like wrapped in that plastic wrap. I go, cut that all. Cut all that off. <laughs> and there's a, probably a line behind so you, too. The, no, there isn't. They had me pull on the side, so. She looked at me like I was a little crazy, but um, I, just, because I just started reasons. ripping the paper off. I said, we're reason. just going to load this right now. She's like, all right, all right. So I picked them up, and I thought, oh, these are, like, heavier than I thought. Because they're wet. Sometimes they're wet. they're yeah. wet. Yeah. They were wet. And then they, they're stinky. I didn't care about that. I didn't care about stinky, dirty, but, I, you know, I have to, pi- I have to pick up 25 of these, so... The you inside know, of the cab of my truck cares if you're stinky. <laughs> so they're if they're if the, some of them were dry, and <laughs> if they're dry, they were like 25 pounds, not a big deal. If they were wet, they were like 45 pounds. So I said, I'm doing it. I don't care. Oh God! So we loaded She's the epitome in. of the "we can do it" sign. That's I right. I can do it. Took them, drove them home. I drove that truck right up to the planters, close to the planters I could get, so I'd have to carry them far. But 
Did Kirk peek out the door and see what you're doing? No, nobody's <laughs> peeking at nothing. <laughs> nothing. So, yep, I had to pick them all up and lay them in their spots and cut their bags all open and dump it all out and then rake it in. But did you bathe? <laughs> Were you clean? Did you have lotion on? <laughs> oil, body oil. Did I spill any tea? No, did not. I Don't got drink scab. tea. Is that a Walmart sweater you're wearing there? <laughs> How many, times you wore, how many times you worn that? I got this in Hochitown. Hochitown, yeah. Hochitown sweater. <laughs> anyway, it felt really good to like, it's like getting back to myself, <laughs> you know? It's like a year. You know, we're almost going to come on a year. You no, it's out. longer than a year. You hurt yourself like in January. No, I'm talking about from surgery. I know, but you were broken lung before that. I know. Come out and help me haul trees. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you want to come to my house? Hey, and I, pick tried up all the to ha- I tried to haul those oh. trees out there, like no, those ones that are around the chicken coop. They're just way too. They're way too big. Oh, they look goodness. small from afar, but I thought I'm going to walk over there and see if I can pick any of this up. But I couldn't. They're all cut up now. You're welcome. You should come over and, for you if you and tippy toe around the hot tub and p- <clears throat> cut the bog down. That no, because I already did my mulch. So I had a whole tree. I have trees in my backyard behind my fence, but it's still part of my property. Fall down, hit the fence. And land over top my hot tub and into the pool. It landed like in your jacuzzi. Yeah, literally. It, it didn't damage anything except for the fence a little bit. But your it's tile fixable. or anything didn't. I mean, there's like a branch that was like looked like it would have been like scraping down the finish like of the plaster. I, it doesn't seem like there's anything wrong with it. You know, it lands on the flagstone really overhang lucky. that goes over into the pool. She got really lucky. It, it was also it was like, just a like a s- slow fall, so yeah. it just kind of went. And it's all tangled in poison ivy. That's why. It just kind of held it, just yeah, just smashed. So did you fence. cut it down at the bottom, or is it just hanging on the other side? It was broken right at the bottom. Yeah, it was all f- like ants had eaten it, so it was hollow at the it was bottom. All, it was all taken over by carpenter ants. The whole inside of it was basically hollow. We got it all down, and I mean, we left the big logs in the alley behind there. We have suffered matter, tremendously in these last two storms with tree damage. We really have. Yeah, it We're could be worse, honestly. Yeah, that big one outside my driveway. Well, that's I hate. Yeah, that's going to be sitting there for a while. <laughs> you see how I moved all the ones I can move? Yeah. Otherwise, i gotta call. I got to call like a buddy over. I thought you were going to have Eric like help you load those in the back of the truck to take them down to your Let house. Let Doug help you. He's, we owe you for coming to cut that tree at, out of my pool. Those are big slices. There's one piece over there that's probably se- 700 pounds. Doug's crazy strong. Let him come help you. No, he's not moving. No one's moving that. Nobody's one. moving that, but <clears> like <throat> I could pull it. All those like big log well, you chunks. You can pull it with the ranger, can't you? Can't you like yeah, put it, it with the ranger? Drags the on the ro- you're going to ruin yeah, the Yeah, it makes road. a mess. <clears throat> it ruins the landscape. Yeah. <gasps> anyway, I've got branches all over my yard, but I told Trav that's not as urgent to get up and haul away as it was to just get it out of the pool. Oh, I can't run the pool yeah. like this and it's like turning green and Yep. It said to Trav, I was trying to clean it while he was hauling stuff. It's like you can see like oil on the top of it. I said, Is that from the chainsaw? And no, it's, it's from just the from the tree. Yeah. So like the yeah. pool and the it's hot tub water has just oil on it. It's poison it. ivy oil, is what that is. Yeah. It was just covered in poison ivy. It's sap. Mm. It's like some kind of sap. It was nasty. I would be swimming in there for a while. Well, that's what the chlorine's for. So anyway, I have to talk about Tim because Tim O'Brien. Tim O'Brien. I'll start at this. Because by the time this, this airs, I'll prob- we'll probably be having her moving on. So I think it, because I have to write this story too. It's splinters in my finger. Anyway, back in 2017, you said it was, Wes, that he, we first contacted yes. him? Yes, Glendola was 17. So in 2017, mm-hmm. and some of you might remember this story, 
we got contacted by his daughter, I think, sent us an email that her dad well, that wanted to adopt a dog. That his wife had recently passed away and he was very lonely and his, sad. His, and his wife had passed away and shortly after the dog that they had passed away. So he was alone and was just devastated by that. So, okay. I mean, we don't know you. We don't know, you know. And, mean, he, and he's in New York. He's in New York. The state, I mean, and, and the, the the daughter contacted us by email and said that he doesn't really do the internet, doesn't certainly doesn't do social media. I'm not sure how she found us. So we you replied for him to like fill out an application. She well, said. I mean, just you you say all those things right there. That's enough deterrent because how can you ever make anything work? Exactly. You know what I mean? Just the distance alone is. I mean, I think we probably had like. Two, three dogs out of since go to New York. Yeah, out of that, it's yeah. just crazy to even. So, so you're talking about difficulties with like helping this person. So you know, we usually just like you know find a dog that's closer to you and make this easier. Yeah, because there's a million rescues there, between us and New York. Yeah, but no, he was hell bent, and he, I think he called. I think he called the ranch, and I think I talked to him on the phones. Sweetest old man. Well, <laughs> with, and he's not that with old. A but New, I mean, with a New York accent, and he's very emotional. He's a very emotional man, and he's very upset because he's just very sad. And he goes, "Just tell me what I need to do. Just tell me what I need to do. I'll come out there and." And at that time, <clears throat> we had Glendola, who was a pretty difficult dog to adopt. Out. I remember her because she was the first. Red no cat. cat test I ever had. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. That, that, that she went from like zero to a thousand in 10 it's seconds. Just this fat troll of a French bulldog. And she's like, she reminded me of Boo Boo. She does. She reminded me of Boo Boo too. Yeah. Yeah. She's like bigger Boo Boo. Yeah. So she's like this, and then she sees the cat, and she's like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cartoon running as fast with the smoke behind her legs. It's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, no, no cats. But he said his video, I'll re I remember this because I can. You know, like you have snapshots of certain things like that just file away in your mind, a yeah. snapshot. I can still see his, and look how many years ago that was. But I remember the snapshot of his small New York living room. And he showed his chair like where he sat and where his wife sat. And you could just like, it even gives me chill bumps now. Like you could just feel it come through the video. Yeah. That he was lonely and he just wanted a companion. Just needed a companion. So when I talked to him on the phone, I just loved him. And it just like kind of just fell into place. And I'm like, we're just going to make this happen. We're just going to somehow we're just going to make this happen. He said that he could travel. He flew here and rented a car to drive With back. his daughter. Didn't his daughter come yeah, the first time? the first time. No. Yeah. No, when, when, he, when he adopted her. Yeah, because I, I did that adoption. Uh, it was just him. It's just him. He, she helped him arrange. He made that trip by himself, which was a big deal. And he was so happy. I mean, he was—he looks like Ernest Borgnine. That's who he looks like. He's kind of, yeah. That, a, that, he's that, that old, though. That adoption no, photo of him with that, that dog that is just burning in my brain. It is in <laughs> mine, too, because yeah. the joy on You can see face. the joy. Yeah. And, like, I never met that man or talked to that man, but you guys tell me, like, how upset he was. And then you see, 
you can see the joy on his face, yeah. all right? <clears throat> yeah. That's called magic. That's what we do. And he just kept saying, you, this like cha changes my life. I can't tell you how happy this makes me. I just <clears throat> need... I just need to not be alone. I just need the companionship of this dog. And he was just the sweetest thing. Hugged him out there in that parking lot, and off he went on a road trip back with Glendola to, mm -hmm. his, to New York. Where there were no cats. Where there or were other no dogs. cats or other dogs. No. It was that just, dog lived the rest of her life and never saw a cat again. And she only <laughs> lived for a year. She got, she got sick with something, and, she, and he reached out and was just devastated like again yeah it's like you know could not and, and that broke our hearts oh, because okay. the last thing i mean and you can't guarantee anything whether it's a no. you know one month old puppy or a that dog was older how old was that dog i don't, I don't think, think she we was knew. Like, i don't think we had a date on her mm. i can't remember where she came from yeah i would have to look it up yeah I, we've got it i don't remember I've got like eight in my mind she had gray face <clears throat> so he so he reached out again and at that time we had Pancho Rita, who needed to be an only dog. She just didn't do well with others. A little spicy. Pancho Rita had a pretty storied history with us. I mean, she's the one that came to us from like a breeder, and we sent her to go have um, palate surgery. And Dr. Wilkins calls me because they do a little this chest x-ray. This is one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> Blew me away. Do they do it? Do it? They just want an X-ray over over hard her chest before her lungs, they take her. Just to make surgery. sure her lungs. Yeah, good. terrible palate. Terrible. Terrible palate. Dog could hardly breathe, and calls me up and he goes, Renee. I go, yeah. He goes, I got this Pancho Rita here, and I go, yeah. I'm gonna do that palate, and he goes, well, because I took a quick X-ray and she's got um, puppies. Skulls. He goes, I can see skulls. I can see skulls, <laughs> and I'm like what like what Pancho Rita was a big girl she was a big girl yeah built built big built like a truck yeah. who had trouble breathing at rest yes needed, yeah, her, needed her palate, palate done in a big big way but he goes you know in the lower half of that x-ray I can see like little skulls which means like she's ready to have babies yeah. you can see you skulls can see it's skulls. like time it's like like a couple of days and she's gonna have these pups and she was a he's tank like, and wasn't there only like four in there and he's like get her out of here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right now <laughs> so we did and it got more complicated with her because she went into labor dr reno did the c-section on her and she she was trying to die because she couldn't that, breathe. That palate, she could not breathe. Her, her blood pressure went up. Her puppies were trying her to die. Her puppies were trying to die. I think I she lost one, but I think one of them, she, she brought it back, and it was, yes, it because was like she really goes, hard. I saved that yeah. puppy. I, I want to say it was the Duke. That's I think over it might there. be Duke. Could we just, she can't hear you. She's trying to get under the sofa to she's pee. Yeah, she's going to go pee under there. <laughs> trying to get to the meadow. She's just doing rollies now. Yeah, trying to get to the meadow. <laughs> she's old. Leave her alone. <laughs> be nice. <laughs> Don't you put your finger at my BB? Ooh, BB. She's going to laser Ooh, at you. Ooh, mama pointed at me. <laughs> you guys can see her laser eye. <laughs> oh, BB. Anyway. It was very hard to save her life. It was very hard to save her puppies' lives. But she stayed in oxygen probably longer than any dog we've ever had. She like did. just critical, critical. Try to take her out of the oxygen cage. Try to die like right away. Stick her back in. They could not get her out of the oxygen yeah. cage. 
couldn't care for her puppies. She had high. She yeah. She couldn't care for puppies. She had high blood pressure. Um, they, I think they put her on Viagra. I was about to say that may be one of the first times we learned about. No, I learned about that about that with Marcus. With, with Marcus is when I first learned about that. But mm. but I t- I remember taking her to a heart specialist, and Jen took her puppies and raised well, them. Yeah. So anyway. Um, that was Pancho Rita. That was the story on her. She, 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 we had her at the sanctuary for a while because she just didn't. She just didn't like other dogs. She just didn't like them. Didn't want. She didn't want that. So all at that time when she's finally healthy enough to like be adopted, is when Glendola died, and Tim reaches out, and I'm like, what about Pancho Rita? I mean, it's like perfect because she needs to be an only dog, and she wants to be doted on, and. But she was too big of a girl to fly, way too big. And he said he couldn't make the trip again. He said he just couldn't do it. It was just too hard. He could not do it. That's a hard trip. So then Mr. Ricky Barnes, we can't fly her. Ricky's like, I'll drive her out there because, you know, he's Ricky. Yeah. And he did. Well, and he and Tim had a lot in common. They both golfed. They're just, you know, they yeah. formed they kind of all the time. an instant kind of friendship yeah. or kinship yeah so ricky drove poncho rita out there and you know he was so happy you got the pictures of her there and him taking her for a little walk and that was uh that was in 2018 so yeah. you know he'll Five touch base ago. with ricky mm-hmm. once in a while send a couple pictures because of he her. doesn't do social media so like once in a while ricky will send us a photo and just give an update how they're doing yeah because ricky stays in t- yeah and that's how we know yeah what's going on so what day was that? Was that Sunday that Ricky sent that? Saturday yesterday. or yesterday? Yesterday. Oh, Lord. I mean, we move, we move fast. <laughs> <laughs> there is no, there is no grass growing no. under. Us. So he sends a thing to Ricky that Pancho Rita died. That she hmm. got pneumonia. Like yesterday. Or yes. Did, or did he wait yesterday? A while? Oh, oh okay. no, he's oh. he's going to let us know. Yeah, I didn't think he that would wait. immediately. <laughs> yeah. So he sends the picture of her. In it looked like care. Bubs on the table yeah. at the ER. It was the same photo, but yeah. of this little dog, and they were doing everything that they did for Bubs. Looked like they were doing for her. Yeah, I have to. I'll, I'll use the words that he sent to Ricky, just so you get a little feel for him. <clears throat> we'll put this picture in there too. A poncho. He says, good morning, Ricky. It's with heavy heart that I tell you that Rita passed away Friday night. She had pneumonia that ruined her lungs. She always had breathing problems, but she had no chance this time. I've been crying for a day and a half. I can't eat or sleep. I took her to a great emergency ER with all the equipment to save her, but it didn't work. So please inform everyone and let me... And let me know if you have any dogs that need a home, because that wow. you know, because that's his that's his sadness. Because, like we've said in other podcasts, everybody deals with their grief differently. Some people need months, years to get another dog. Some people won't get another dog. Yeah. Right. right. And then some people want to get. They just immediately need that comfort of. And yeah. however it is, is fine. Right. It's because we're all different. Right. So I told Ricky. I said, tell him that I'll call him tomorrow. So I called him this morning. And he's just bawling. Yeah. Just, he's just, I mean, he's just bawling, telling me about Rita, and he just can't, he just can't believe it. And, you know, he, and he, said, he, he said, I cannot be alone. I can't. I just can't do it. He goes, he no, t- he's told you to hurry up. He told me, he told me to please hurry. Hmm. 
you know, we, I said, well, let's talk about some dogs. Let's 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 talk. And we talked about Sarah, and he was afraid of her because she has the ears and the you know the crooked head. He just I, he was I just want one to be as healthy as possible because you know he doesn't he's afraid he's going to lose them. He's so I and I understand that. So. I said, are you in front of a computer? And, and he said, yeah. I said, well, let's go to the website together. Let's look. So we start, we start looking, and he sees Begonia. And he goes, what about her? He goes, she looks just like Rita. She's blue, like yeah. Rita. And I said, well, let me, go, let me go look at her medical sheet and see what she, let me look at her age, Let me because I don't know offhand. And so I said, well, she just turned three in December, and... Her medical sheet, I said, she just has an ear infection, skin infection, pretty common stuff. So I think she's, he goes, I think she's the one. I think she might be the one. And I go, she weighs 24 pounds, so she can fly. So, so she, she can't, she can't fly. She can. Well, she I, can? but I will say for anybody listening, <laughs> I will tell you, no, a 24 pound Frenchie cannot yeah, fly. I thought it was like 21 or something. Different airlines have. She's overweight. Remember yeah. remember the Stinky Breeder yeah. said they're fat and healthy. Yeah. They're all a little fat. Yeah, this so girl comes from Stinky Breeder. she's not 24 pounds this way. She's 24 pounds this way. I never way. had anybody yeah. weigh a dog I flew with. It's how they fit in the carrier. It's how they fit in the carrier. So like, if I was going to send you with a 24 pound, I would say it. Wes, it may be hard, but you're going to be able to do it. But I'm not going to send the general public with 24 right. pounds because it's not going to end well. And they're going to yeah. get at the airport and it's going to be a fiasco. Yeah, they're going to talk it, too much to it's the not gonna, It's not just... going to be good for any of us. Ricky can fly a 24-pound dog. Yeah. But... Because you, know, you kind of have you to be a little bit of a I say, ninja. I say, yeah. 21, kind of a ninja. I say 21 pounds. So if they're 21 pounds or under, then I tell the general public we're good to go. If it's over that, I'll just say it's no. It's a little bit of a ninja and it's a little bit like, this is happening. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you just have to keep moving. You just need to keep yeah. moving forward. Yeah. Don't delay. It's like, don't and don't, don't like talk too much. Pack leader. Yeah, don't. <laughs> and, and don't don't create the presence that you can't handle this or do this or something's going to be well, hard. And don't talk to him about it. And don't talk to him about it. Don't set your Frenchie up on the counter, no. Brian. Because all the guys <laughs> the airline, all the guys the airline are looking at you and being like, "Do I want you as a problem?" They're they're looking for weakness. Yeah, yeah, they are. They can smell weakness. We're all looking at you. are all looking at Ricky like, you're going to make a problem? I've me? seen some things <laughs> you at the airport. Yeah. Are you going to be a, a carrier? That, there's no way that that was loud. I saw like a little Aussie, like an Aussie, and it crawled into that little carrier and laid down. Like they're walking around with it at the airport. I'm sorry. There's no way that that dog meets any kind of restrictions to fit in that carrier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it got in it and laid in it. But like, it's amazing like how small a dog can get. I mean, you're talking about like Nana's in the big Orvis bed that you bought. Oh, yeah, she gets little. She takes yeah. up like this tiny spot of it because yeah. dogs can curl up small. And then there's dogs some can, dogs who won't. But behaviorally, but some, some, some dogs of them won't. Them won't. Like bubs. Yeah. Oh. yeah, you can't put bubs in there. You know, you try to put bubs in a carrier and put her down below the seat. No. I mean, I've gotten, uh, like, Sargi, when he was a puppy, we carried him home from Kentucky, and he was... He was 30 pounds. He, he was at least 30 pounds. I swear to you, he was heavier, because I was carrying him through the airport, and he was, like, <laughs> killing me. He's so... He's, like, way too big. He was way too heavy. We but still we did it. we just make it happen. Just you just don't... It. Don't address it with the ticket agent. We're you don't just, ask. We're not, we're not yeah. talking to you about it. Is I'm, this too much? Uh, yeah, yeah. none of that. Because no. if I'm that. at the counter and you go, is this too much? Yep. I go, yeah, it is. Maybe it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. See, you are, you are a problem for me already. <laughs> so anyway, when I was chatting with him, I said, okay, let me go see what we can find out about Begonia. And he said, let me. He goes, I just need to tell you something. Because I said, you know, he, he goes, I, I just... 
He goes, I've been crying for days and I can't stop crying. And he goes, I just need you to know that this is everything to me. I said, I understand that, Tim. This is the second time that we've done this. I know who you are. I know what your needs are. I said, you know, a lot of people, that when they've lost a dog, they can't get another one for like a few months. And, and, I, and I know that you need to replace that as soon as possible because your heart is broken. And he goes, he goes, people just need to know that this dog that lives with me is everything. I spend every minute with it. It goes everywhere with me. Everywhere, every, he goes, we do everything together. It's just, he, he goes, I can't even emphasize how much I mean by a companion. You, I mean, you think about this little man tinkering around his house, talking to his dog. It's, it's, it's he goes, you know. It's I have, like Danny and his chihuahuas. He goes, I have daughters. <laughs> he goes, and the, but they're grown. They have families of their own. People are busy. He goes, so this is everything. It's yeah. everything to me. And I said, I understand that. I'm going to move quickly on this and we'll, we'll make it work. And he, and he said, please hurry. Yeah, please hurry. Yes, yeah, excuse, because, yeah, excuse I me while I be, use a whole box of tissues. Because <laughs> I can't stop crying. He said, please hurry, because I can't. And, le- and luckily, I was about to say, Ricky works as fast as we do. Yeah. yeah. And he's up as early as we are. So yeah. it just, you know. So I just go back to her. I, I went and found a bunch of pictures of her and a bunch of videos of her. And I said, told Ricky, send them off to her. And the girls, because he wants a dog that's affectionate. And Eva said she's very affectionate. She loves to play with toys. So she, she's the one he wants. And so I told Ricky and Ricky's like, tell me when, cause you know, we'll just make flight arrangements and we'll put Ricky on a plane. And, and Ricky's flown so many times with Frenchies across the country. Yep. He knows what he's doing. We don't have to and worry he's a about smooth it. smooth talker. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. Ricky could talk his way out of a paper bag. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he stops in the store and asks for a discount on, on a hat. hat. I couldn't believe he said that. Did like, you listen should... to that one when Ricky was here? No, I don't ever listen. Oh, Ricky's like, he's telling a story of being in the DFW airport. Because he shopping. wants a deal on everything. And, and looking at a hat, like a cowboy hat or something. In he, an airport. He's like going to talk to the lady who works in there and try to work a deal on that he hat. He wants that to be Terry less. had to walk away. What's your, ba- what's your best price on this hat? One of the manager's specials. <laughs> I think he did get money off the hat. He did. He yeah. did. <laughs> he got money off the he hat. He said he didn't know how much. I know he knew how much. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> well, I can't really, remember how much. He it couldn't say it on the podcast because then Terry wouldn't know. That's right. That's right. It's kind of like the lady coming home from shopping and putting it, leaving the packages in the trunk till her husband's asleep. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, I'm going to make it happen. And so here we are. More drama. More drama. Let's tell a story. If it's too much drama, then... I do want to talk about those two dogs a little bit. Because I think people... I, I, I'd like to share the videos of you trying to mainstream them. But I think a lot of people misinterpret... Um, yeah, I would just be iffy about that because... Because you have to correct them. I, yeah, there's, there's a couple of corrections that I make that were, that were sharp. And, and I, I do, I do those sharp corrections in the beginning. Uh, and then going from there, it just gauges their reaction. And when I'm, cause when I'm, when I'm making corrections... What I'm talking about is Orchid and Posey. Yeah. The mama <laughs> and the daughter that came in. 
And so when when they're they're the 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 type of dogs. Obviously, they they don't have almost zero social skills. It's it's like they've like, zero. They've they've not only never been around other dogs, but they've been with each other, and exactly. that like makes it so much worse. Yes. Because they're like, the same. Their only knowledge is like a mirror of of each other. Exactly, and that just so everything wrong about them is amplified. And they were on the street, so they had to work together to stay safe sure, on yeah. the street. Yeah, they had to be a pack in order to survive, but. Um, you know, in the video, I do make a couple sharp corrections in the beginning, and then to anyone looking at it, it looks terrible because those dogs, they do have a lot of guilt, which is good, but they also flinch. They flinch in a way to where it's it's obvious somebody has, has you know, done that numerous times in a bad way before. Yeah. They, ha they have a big, I mean, some of the times I'm not even making a correction, or I'm in the motion to make a correction, and the dog will, like, flinch and wrap up and just, like, because it, it's, it's happened to them. Before. Because if you're watching that video, and so you it looks like I'm doing that, but it's really like it, it looks like you're that. like you're gonna strike them. That's what it looks like. Yeah. that's what the public would look at that and think you're striking that dog. But it, but it's really just kind of a grab. It's just kind of a poke. It's a quick touch. It is. It's a, it, it is a quick touch, yeah. and because maybe we'll put it in the podcast for people to see it because we can explain it and what they're looking at. Yeah, I haven't watched them, but I mean, obviously, I, I was there. So. I watched them. And and the emphasis to me for people to understand is when you make that correction, it's in anticipation of are they going to bite another dog? Yeah, well, they you get a little over the top. Yeah, and what? Where are they going to go with this dog? And if you think it's going to get to a point where there might be something very negative here with their response to another dog, mm -hmm. then you're going to intervene. Well, and also it's like, you know, when, when you are doing that, it's very important to be, to be, to be ready for anything. I don't know this dog. Exactly. I, all I have based on this dog is what somebody else has told me. You know what that means to me? Absolutely nothing. 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 means absolutely nothing. This dog could have killed 10 other dogs before. I have no idea. <laughs> right. And so I have to be careful in making sure it doesn't harm anyone else. And then we start the groundwork behaviorally is... You need to listen to what I say, mm -hmm. and I need to look at your behavior. I need to make corrections, gauge your reaction to make sure, can you handle more, or are we done here? Can we progress, or is this as far as we can go? Um, and they, they, they did surprisingly well. So They did. They were interesting. They were interesting to watch. because When we did this, um, like Jenna or somebody films it, mm -hmm. so Travis is introducing them, and Jenna is filming it. And then sends it to us so we can all see it. All of us can see who this dog is and what this dog is doing. So everybody who works there has an understanding of, because we all recognize what it is that you're doing. We recognize their behavior. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's as if we were there. Yeah. Because it's all on video for us to see it. Can we play like the video on the TV and we could just narrate it? <clears throat> okay, so this is... We're coming in now. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, so... You know, once again, you, you, I'm being presented with two dogs. I have no idea who they are behaviorally. So this is, this is how I, I assess them. Um, obviously, with this situation, these two dogs have been living together, um, and they have little to no experience with other dogs. So we have to try and figure out, you know, what it is they're going to do while keeping all the other dogs safe. 
And that's the, a key. That's a key thing for people to understand. Mm-hmm. Your role is to identify what and who they are, but you have to keep other dogs safe. Yeah. So s- you have to make corrections if you are a little bit concerned about what this dog might do. Well, and once again, I will be making corrections just like the other dogs would correct how they would correct themselves. If I brought in a new dog for an evaluation at the ranch and it comes in being a wild wiggly jerk to the old dominant man that I have, the old dominant dog that I have there, that puppy is going to get, the first correction is always going to be the biggest. You know, they're going to bring you the most and set the record straight right now. That's how dogs communicate with each other. That's how they avoid further conflicts. This is who I am. This is what I'm going to bring. And so that, that, that lets them know exactly, you know, how, how this is going to go. So I started with, um, this is the, the, the younger one. I don't know, what is this dog like? No, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure these are in order. I just She's have like all She's just... like eight months old. Yeah, I, think this is, I think this is in okay. order. I, they're in the order that I saved them, which was in the order they were in in the chat. So okay. that's yeah. the best we got right so now. So like I said, this is going to be Posey. Figuring out who she is with one of the girls who works for us, German I'm Shepherd. going to start, yeah, because I'm, I'm with, and keep, in keeping everyone safe, obviously I'm not going to use my, my client's dogs for something like this right away because, you know, it could be to where this dog is just going to bite some other dog right off the bat. Right. Um, and so I'm not going to injure my client's dogs. I usually use my own dogs or we'll use like employee dogs. Also, it's better to use those dogs because they do this all the time. Right. They're meeting other dogs all the time. All day long. They're immersed in the pack all the time. And I know who they are. So I know if I bring, if this dog that I have on leash that's new is going to be aggressive and wild, the other dog I'm using, I know, is not only not going to react to that, but is going to disengage and move away. Right. Because, you know, I have one dog on leash, not two. The dog off leash, I know because it's not going to do anything in retaliation, even if it were attacked. So that's the dogs that we know in this situation, they're not going to have an unbalanced response to exactly. this dog, exactly. which is going to incite the dog further that we're okay. trying to figure exactly. out. Okay. And this is so, and this is, you can go ahead and start. This is the first dog that she's met. And stop. So that dog has a lot of excitement, a lot of interest. Also has a lot of dominance. The tail's peaked up. It's postured. You have the hair on the back. The ears are perked, ready to go. It's looking to just kind of manipulate there in the beginning, but I'm not. Sh- I wasn't sure exactly what that was. So now we're going to. And she sn- brings her front feet up and puts them on the other dog. Correct. Just which she, is rude. Which is very rude. If if I brought in an, any other dog, would would immediately balk back at that dog, and then you could possibly even have a scuffle right there. Right. <clears throat> Wanted to wanted to manipulate and then was going to give a little nip because just just out of frustration. So now we're going to stop that whole process. You're going to get a quick correction on the leash. I'm going to bring you back to the center and I'm going to do it again. Now, I made that correction right there because I pulled twice on the leash. And that dog didn't do what I needed it to do. What do I need that dog to do in that moment? I need it to disengage and stop. Otherwise, that behavior, that negative behavior of moving forward, not knowing what that dog is going to do, um, that I, I, if you don't make those corrections and make that dog stop and not be fixated, you, 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 you can't move forward. So, and in the process of making that dog stop, you also need to make that dog think. Exactly. 
Because if you just keep pulling on the leash there, you're going to charge that dog up. And yeah. That dog needs to stop and think and look at you. That for, dog for needed a consequence right there. You're, I, I'm going to give you a tug on the leash and you're not going to respond. You're still fully engaged. You're still fully propped. You're still making moves to go forward. I need you to stop and think. So that's why I got that um, a little, it's like a simulated bite thing that I do. Always on the face or nose too because it, it, it shocks them more. I'm looking to snap them out of this mindset that they're fixated in in this very short moment. Go ahead. See that right there? Where she, looked, she, see where she stopped and she, looked, she looked up yeah, at Travis? And that's how I knew we were ready that's to go. It, right there. That's Go-ho. it, right there. Looked that, at me, uh-huh. and she looks at me, and she goes, what are we doing next? Yeah. You exactly. also notice that her tail is dropped, and she's got a casual wag. And her ears are softer. Those, yes. are, yep. cr- those are critical moments for people so to now, understand. Yeah, so now I'm ready to be try again. Yep. Your whole demeanor's changed right now. A yeah. little more thinking. Also, you notice that the other dog in the video knows exactly what I'm dealing with and now doesn't want to deal with exactly. it anymore. <laughs> and that, and you find that with the dog who's helping you. With They're like, oh, nope, you're unbalanced. I don't really like you. See how she turns away? You have too much energy. Yeah. And, and you I, see and go I, back to where, to where I, I stopped and reset, and then I take that dog and I walk it somewhere else. Go look at something else. Stop the situation again. Look at him. Now we're going to go do yeah. something else. Oh, we're over here. Oh, look, I'm over here now. Shiny I'm doing this. Change the subject. Using your mind. I'll get, I'll, now I'm doing a little pass by. And the, more, and the more times you do this in introductions, the more basically boring it becomes. Right. Exactly. Well, you can already see the change in her energy. Yeah. That she's not so peaked going yeah. forward. She's a little more casual now. Like, oh, maybe this isn't such a big deal. That. Obviously, the shepherd's now just looking to avoid, just pretending the dog isn't there because mm-hmm. it doesn't want to do doesn't this wanna, anymore. Yeah, interact. <laughs> okay, now we're at the next video here. So now I'm bringing in another dog. This is Clover, also an employee dog. Once again, I'm just trying to make these introductions redundant. Trying to make them boring. But notice how her energy has changed. Again, new dog, energy change, tails up. Energy's back up again, because this is a new one. See, she doesn't really know what she wants to do there. She's really, really excited and wants to rile it up. But look at Clover's, look at the way Clover looks at her. Mm -hmm. Clover looks at her like... Passive and not interested. Does not engage. Right. These are the dogs you want to use when you're in, when you're doing introductions like this and trying to figure out dog. who this is. Emmy's like, let me back in. Once they get those initial sp- smells with other dogs and in introductions, a lot of that intensity goes down. Still has some interest, but way less. Once again, we just do these these introductions all over again. See, I'm ready. I'm poised and ready right there. The hair is up. The posturing is there. And I'm ready to strike just in case that dog does anything wrong. Because unfortunately, in that setting right there, if that dog were to grab on or to grab onto that other dog and attack it, which is a potential, 
You see, you brace for it there in case in case it yes. came. Because my only move in that situation is to lift that leash straight up in the air, and that dog needs to hang until it lets go of whatever it's grabbed onto. Clover, Clover doesn't engage with her. She just kind of ignores her and just kind of keeps walking around. That's where I'm, where, I, where I'm trying to figure out what it is that she's doing. What I think, is her intent? Yeah, what is because her intention there? That was rude. There? That was rude. Is she right trying there. to incite play, or is she trying to like dominate? Or like, is she what? trying? Or is she trying to bully another dog? Or basically, this dog just doesn't know how to interact with other dogs. So she doesn't really know what's going to happen next either. But that's why I'm still hovering. I'm always ready to pull that leash. I'm always ready to make corrections. Because unfortunately, in these types of introductions really you have to, you have to be ready for anything and you have to try and keep everyone safe i think because like you said worst case scenario is in a split second she grabs a hold of that dog and doesn't let go and doesn't let go this is the same video again i don't know why that, that now i'm ready for a full immersion now you got a now you, your different dog is a knucklehead oh wait yeah. no yeah i'm still i'm still bringing in smaller dogs now that's Poppy, I think. That yeah. Still an employee dog. Still an employee dog. So now I'm bringing a smaller one. Do you have any prey interest? Because she's kind of showing some kind of prey drive, maybe? So now let's figure it out. See how she's inappropriate with her mouth? Stop that right there. The rudeness of putting her mouth on on the back of another dog's neck and just kind of just kind of push, kind of at, push you. at her, pushing at you, a little bit at of pushing. pushing at you to instigate what? That's the question. What yeah. does she want? Exactly. What is her intent? Do you want this dog to play with you, or do you want to pick a fight? Yeah. And once again, this dog doesn't know what it is that, that it is doing. Right. That it is right it is just writing off all excitement right here. See that? See her mouth? Little nibble touch. And that's when you get a physical touch. And then you see, oh, we're not going to snap out of it. Yeah, she, she didn't respond enough to that correction. So, so now, well, now I pull you're going to you. get yanked back. Mm. Now I pull you, and now we are going to start all over yep. again. Because One you're more. not thinking. There is One no more thinking. Big touch. And see, look, and see, look there. Now, I, now, need you you to, now I need you to look at me. Now you have her attention. I need you to understand what consequences are, and I need to see how you're going to deal with that. And you, she dealt with that very well. And but see I need her a, little tongue come out? Uh -huh. that's, a, that's, a, that's a submissive behavior of, oh, I'm thinking, and I'm a little sorry, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm going to submit a little but bit It took to a you. while to get her to snap out of that, and that's why I needed that second physical touch right there. Because now, once again, I, the punishment always fits the crime. So if I do a verbal and nothing happens, if I do a pull and nothing happens, and I go to a, a physical touch and nothing still happens. Now I'm going to do a big physical touch, and, and always and always on the face. I, or by by 
by by the nose because that's the most sensitive for them. It gets them to just mentally snap out of it quicker. Yep. It makes them go, ooh, what happened? And, and I th- think it's important to emphasize right here because so many people have trouble with their dogs on a leash mm-hmm. and say they're out of control. They want to get other dogs. You have to see the small and correct it soon. Yeah. Otherwise, they're too far gone. Yeah. And you're yanking that, and you're pulling and yanking, and they they are com- they completely do not hear you anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to make those corrections quickly and concisely in the exact moment until you get that response yeah. right there. I need you looking at me, and I need your ears down, looking at me, wondering what's going to come next because you're the boss. Yeah. We notice how the intensity stopped. Now we try again, over and over and over again. Try again, try again, try again. Now she's self-correcting. She gets herself a little excited. Now she's going to look at me and calm herself down. There was one little shot where you could see her look with her, the corner of her eyes over at Trav. Right there, right there. she's looking at him. Yeah. She saw me move my hand, and she went, oh, yeah, need to calm down. So she, you know, with no experience, she immediately learned it in about 60 seconds. Not a stupid dog. No. She is not, not at all a stupid dog. Very smart. Just not dog smart. Not yet. No skills. She has no skills. So now we do a full immersion, and now we're going to see some differences right off the bat because the more dogs there are, Instinctually, every dog knows that there's going to be more consequences around them. That the pack can turn on you, and that's a big, powerful thing. It's an, it's an important thing to, at some point, overwhelm them with dogs. Yep, yes. we do that at every temperament evaluation, because I need to see how they respond when they are overwhelmed. So these are clients' dogs at this point, and at the reason, yes. and the reason why we can is because at this point we don't feel like she's going to grab onto a dog. Correct. Right. And even with that, you notice somebody's at the door strategically letting in certain dogs. Dogs, like certain yeah, dogs behaviors. Yeah, now yeah. Pacini, the bulldog here, she's a grouchy old lady. She don't she, mess around, and she will make a correction for another dog yeah. who is rude. And this boxer thing with a short tail here, she is rude. And sometimes in the evaluation, that's what we want. I want a, do- I want a dog to come be rude to this dog I'm Yeah, testing. because you are going to encounter rude dogs yeah, in your life. Exactly. I need to know what you're going to do with that. You'll see tension on the line at times, but what you want is always slack. You don't want constant tension on this leash. Now, Travis keeps her moving. You'll notice he'll keep her moving. <sighs> So that she, you change the, you change the thought, you change the thought, you change the thought. Because ultimately her job is to do whatever I say, no matter what is going on around right. you. And also I don't want her feeling overwhelmed in a, in a small moment. See, I saw her messing with Puccini there and I was just, I was just going to go ahead and nip that in the bud. Well, Chini gave her a little correction, like, there's a, happens once or twice here. 
Yeah, Puccini's getting ready to correct her anyway. Yep. There you go. Now, that, so now touch that bulldog, touched her face. There's another like, little yeah. one that comes like here, too. Yeah. See? Well, Puccini, Puccini corrected first, and you weren't, you weren't hearing Puccini. Yeah. So now I'm going to supersede. Like Hagrid in the top. Rex. Yeah, she thought Rex was very handsome. He's very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> tail wag, tail wag. <laughs> handsome boy. Comes Sassy Corgi. I do a quick redirect there and walk her, walk her away. You're always, you're always paying attention to me. You're always what I'm doing because we open the door and let all the dogs in now. So now you've got a huge pack. At this point, she doesn't know what to focus on anymore. Yeah, she doesn't know what to do with herself. So I'm just going to lead her around and just... Just show her that this place is fine, but I keep I keep my leash on her because I didn't fully trust her yet at that time. Now we're doing a mama dog. This is her mama. This is Orchid. Same thing happens over again. I start with one and two. Obviously, if I have two dogs that brought in that were living together, I never want to intro them together with any other dog. Because I they're need a to, I need, together already I need to, by themselves. Yeah, because I need I need to introduce them separately because everyone's judged as an individual. Notice she's a little bit inappropriate with her mouth. Yeah. yeah. S similar to her daughter. Yes. Yeah. Very similar. She's in nosing that, around, but she's see, not opening yeah. her mouth. In, in, in that moment, right. like she she still she still has that posturing. She's and there's and there's fixation there. Once again, I still don't think she knows what it is she's supposed to do. I made that correction there because Poppy would never feel confident enough to yeah, make Poppy's that correction. Poppy's rolling right over. She's yeah. not going to do it. She's well, submitting. She's getting ready to roll over yeah. there. Yeah. Because she's the. The dog's trying to push the smaller dog into some kind of submissive behavior, but... It just seemed to be escalating poorly. Not balanced. And rude. Right, you've already got your smells in, so you're done. Yeah. Move along. She's a very guilty girl. And did you see how she flinched her face yeah. away from she, you? She flinched for a, for a pet there, yeah. Right. Which gives you a little bit of history of her, just a yeah. little bit. See, she flinched there, too. Mm -hmm. And your yeah. hand wasn't even near her, so yeah. she's flinching. Now, when that correction is made, what you're hoping is that she'll look at you, and two times she didn't. Yeah, so now I'm going to set her up for a bigger correction. Exactly.
still hyper focused. Looking up at you, a little bit hesitant looking up at you, but not as much as you would want. Yeah, the that was a big that, flinch. The flinching that she does. This dog is. This dog has been smacked in the face before. Flinching. And in that she, moment, I wanted to do just a quick smell by with Clover, but I can tell with the tighter proximity, I didn't want it to escalate from there. Yeah. It's a very pushy, very rude, very curious, very exciting, but what are you going to do with it? Just and, like and, 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 and I want to see how I can snap you out of that. How quickly I can snap see, you out of that. Shake. Can I snap you out of that? Perfect. At you, Already self-correcting. She, yeah, yeah, she's good. better at looking at you than her daughter was. Looking at you. Oh, sorry. Good. Oops. <laughs> that was her looking at you and backing off on her own. Let's go back to that a little bit. Clover's being passive, kind of getting tired of it. But you're going to keep pursuing, keep pursuing. Get in your face, in your face. Just your presence there, she anticipates. Yep. Yeah. This is the last one. And now we're doing a, the full immersion. It's interesting how they change when you bring so many different other personalities there. there Puccini's going to Puccini's going to run it up there. You yeah, see? see? She was very rude to Puccini. Yeah. Rerun that again, Wes. So that was me and Puccini correcting there at the yes. same time. Come to sniff her. Come to sniff her. Come but in your, face, in, your in, face, your in your face, in your face, in your face, in your face. More, more, more. close. And Puccini yeah. says, get the hell away. You've exceeded your time. Rude. You notice how I'm introducing and all the dogs kind of lose interest in her and move away, and that's why I'm asking for more. Puccini corrected again. again. It's just so important to do that eval with all these different types of dogs. You see Albus, he's just laying there because he's the best one ever. Oh, Albus. You know, Puccini's not going to take your crap, she'll correct, and then you have other dogs that are going to come in wild or come in a little sexy. Or they're little, or they're big, yeah. or Bruno. they're fluffy. See that big flinch? Big flinch. See, I just asked her. I just asked her to sit, and she did. And then she. And then she, and then she flinched really big for nothing. 
right there. Right. Yeah. Big flinch. Didn't even t- I did, that wasn't me moving the leash at all. That's just her flinching. Yeah. That was rude. That was just a lot of excitement there. And once again, she just didn't know what to do with herself. You get pulled back and you get a hard reset. I do a loud verbal and the tug at the same time. Now she gets kind of tired. I mean, it gets kind of boring after a while. Well, it's mentally tiring, too. Everyone thinks Rex is handsome. Doing a big pant now. And her job in this is just, I just need you to sit there and just deal with it. Just sit there and process it. Over and over and over and over and over again. And I'm always conditioning when they're on that leash. It's, oh, if you're excited about something or whatever it is, I'm just going to lead you away. Because your job on that leash is to do exactly what I say. You need to be paying attention to me. I can move anywhere. I can go anywhere. And you need to be moving. Keep that mind working forward where I want it to go. That's it. That's all. We're all done. And that's it. I just worked with those dogs just on leash. Um, Just more and more and more. Just to make sure we did a real slow and go. Yeah. That was bright. No, <laughs> it's like when the movie's over. Yeah. So what th- the thing that I want to say about that is like for me to like just share that video on Facebook. You know, we don't have the ability to like go over step by step, inch by inch, correction by oh, correction. Oh, and still that was just like a quick I mean, there's still so many other things where I could you could have talked about, but, but you could never but have communicated that kind of information in a Facebook post and, sh- and shown twelve minutes of video like, No. Yeah. No. It yeah. would be way too hard. Yeah. But, the, but the, that assessment, so our goal with the dogs like this. And my assessment by the end of that, usually an assessment, it ends with them being off the leash. But with these girls and such lack of experience, I go, hey, you know what? Let's just make sure we continue to keep everyone safe. Obviously, we shared that with all the employees. We described everything that we saw. And then we set forth a protocol. Usually, I can just let that dog go. But once again, we got almost little to no info on these dogs. I don't know what they're going to do. And I don't want to push them with too much too quick. And we don't want them to be together. 
Correct. Yeah, I don't want them mentally thinking. You or don't want them traveling or, as a pack or, or together, no, together, the same anymore. street no. behavior no. that exactly. they have. That is a broken dynamic, and it, it, it needs to it needs to completely go away. So they have not been together since. Correct. We will we will rotate them out on a leash one mm-hmm. at a time with yeah. the group. Yeah. And let, let them experience that and decompress with that and get conditioned to that and get familiar with that. Yeah. And, and because we want it to be no big deal. Yeah. We want the excitement to come down. Mm-hmm. That's what we do with every evaluation of every dog that comes to stay with us. Yeah. Is we want you to, we want you to see who you are, and then we want you to experience it, and then we want you to calm down and go. This is fine. I yeah. can just hang out with these guys. Yeah. I'll go play with this one. I'll go play with that one. But the intensity that these girls have in a direction towards a dog, we have yet to identify what they want to do with that. I don't yeah. think they know what they want to do with it. Exactly. And that's, and that's the issue. And so I'd rather, if you don't know what you're going to do, then I'm not, I'm not going to let you do it. Yeah. So we're going to go gonna, really I'm going to show you what it is we're supposed to do. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Now, the mama dog, Jenna has had her loose for periods of time off a leash. Mm-hmm. In and a lower excitement in a lower, state. It, with less dogs, like <laughs> the, more have gone home. Midweek, we're usually better with that. Midday. Midday, things are calmer. But the puppy, I don't think she has. Okay. I think she, I think she has let Posey out when we're locked up to feed with maybe one or two other dogs. And she enjoyed playing with some of those dogs. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're taking this little bits at a time. Yeah. Because we have, to, we have to give these dogs skills on what's right and what's wrong. We have to try to make them the best that they can be. Mm-hmm. And in the process of doing that, we also need to know who you are. Yeah. Of what kind of a home do you have to have down the road? What are we doing with you? Yeah. you know? And that's why Laura needs to know who you are because I know who the dog is. Now Laura needs to find out if they have a person who can handle that. Right. And do you have another dog in the home? And who is that dog? Mm-hmm. And Because we're, we're not yet at the point with these dogs of knowing if they were to coexist with other dogs, who would that be? We're yeah. not there yet. Maybe no big dogs. Maybe no small dogs. Maybe no males. Maybe no females. Maybe, maybe no, no cats. Maybe no birds. Maybe no yeah. big you know, deal. You know, maybe no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that takes time. This yeah. is a process that takes time. Especially dogs with no experience. Yeah. There's no experience. No there. experience with Coupled normal. With what we call normal or, you know, well-socialized. Balanced, balanced yeah. dogs. That are pets in a home. Because when you talk about street dogs in Houston and you think about how they've had to live, well, they are surrounded by other unbalanced dogs that are just surviving, surviving. on the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're approached. Are you, do I, body, do I, come, do I f- couple that with being locked into a poor mother daughter behavior dynamic where now you guys are your own solidified, pack. your own solidified pack. Uh, yeah, it's just there's. It's a recipe for failure, there, and yeah. there's and there's a lot to you know unpack there. But once again, you know, we have to figure out who that dog is individually and what they can deal with, and that's and that's why the ranch is perfect because it's just like, it's just a workshop where it's like I can I have this tool to throw at you, I have this tool to throw at you, I'll use this tool with that tool with that tool with that tool and see do we have progress? Okay, add more. Take a step back. We take a step back. We start all over again and then try again over and over and over and over and over again until all that intensity you see with those dogs, it should go away. It should. It, become, it should become boring and blasé. Yeah. That's, what, that's our goal. Yeah. And eventually you'll just be Albus laying on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Bored. Because Albus spends a lot of time with us. A lot of time. So, yeah, I think that was important to be able to, to, be able to get that in there. Yeah. 
And, and you know, I would, I would like to do more of those. It could just be hard. I need like, you know, I need like two helpers. I need someone to shoot it. I need, you know, so. Even evaluations, if we could get somebody to film about, because we do this every day. Yeah. With And we do have clients' dogs. They're not usually as difficult as that. Though. No, but we do have dogs yeah. that we fail. Yeah. For the same kind of behaviors yeah. that, that we go, you're not, your dog's not a good match mm-hmm. to stay at our place. Because the rescue dogs, we're going to put the time in to get right. them the, you, to rehab them. You bring me a client dog that behaves like that, I'm, I'm not fixing your dog. Yeah, we're, no. we're going to pass. That's gonna, not my job. Your dog's not going to be a pass. If that was a client's dog, mm, I probably would have done like a day of a daycare. daycare. And, yeah. and, and, uh, I, I need a whole day to work with that dog just to really know what it is that I'm that I'm working with and what I'm what I'm going to sign up for. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. and it still might get kicked out if yeah. it comes for sure. a day of daycare. Yeah. And because it might be because some other reason or it might be because, you know, honestly, like 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 with like with these dogs, especially dogs with no experience. Well, the ranch is a lot. That's a lot to deal with. It's a lot. Some dogs just can't. There's just too much going on. Yeah. And they can't deal with that environment. And if you 95 percent of dogs be just fine in that environment. And if but you look at if you it. look at Orchid at the end of that exercise, she's sitting next to you. She's panting. Mm-hmm. Now, she's not panting because she's like um, hot. been running or hot. No, she's she- panting because her mind is exerted. Yeah. That's tiring. It's very tiring for yeah. them. It's very stressful and tiring. Yeah. So you know you don't do that. You don't do that to a dog like all day long. No, no. That's why we do this in it's, increments. It's like running a marathon, it's but too it's much. in her mind. Yeah. And, and and at the end of that video, I walked her outside for about five minutes. I kept her on leash and then I brought her back in and I put her in a den and I put her away from her daughter and I put her away from them where they couldn't even see each other. Yeah. Now I want you in that main room, just in a den. First of all, I need you to cool down cause you're hot. Mm-hmm. I don't want to overheat you. Um, and second of all, now that you've met everyone and see everything, sit in that den and let me see what you're going to do. Are you going to attack the bars now when a dog comes over? Right. Are you going to manically bark? Are you going to just lay down? And they just kind of lay down and calm down. And they just did exactly what I want them to. Just sit in there and just observe. Observe. See how all these other dogs are behaving. I don't need your excitement. I don't need you. Nobody else is acting like that. I don't need you like correcting that. anyone. You see how they're not pestering each other like you guys are. Everyone's just... And watch the other corrections that are happening in the pack. Watch them meet each other. Just start soaking it all in. Look, and here's calm some new down. appropriate behavior for you to model. Yeah, it's just a lot to take in. It's a yeah. lot to take in in a in a completely safe manner. Mm-hmm. And and the goal, like you said, the hope is that they do sit and observe mm-hmm. and not bang at the door and you know try to get them. Yeah. You know, barking. Well, because then I would have to rework what my 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 initial plan, which exactly. is fine. You're doing that all the time. Exactly. You know, so yeah. Yeah. All right. I hope that was informative. <laughs> I, ho- I, 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 hope, I hope. Um, yeah. We'll run back and see, but yeah. <clears throat> so we should probably be doing that more, that kind of stuff. Because we can. You, there's, there's, inform- like, we're trying to educate people, and like, it's hard when you, like you said, you can't just post a video and like it's put, a, put a paragraph no. next to it. it doesn't, and, and that's work what that I thought way. about with these videos and even talking about these dogs is, you know, there's so much information here that it's really difficult for me to get to just a Facebook post. Yeah, I can't imagine writing that. I'm yeah. not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my job. All right. So, all right. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Good night, everybody. <laughs>